After 15 years in the Saints and 20 years in the NFL, our dad is finally going to retire. So, so we, we can, can spend more time with us. quarterback, Purdue Boilermakers. To have been given the opportunity there when you know, not a lot of people wanted to give me that opportunity and really to start from scratch with building a team, building a, a mindset and um, you know setting those goals that we knew we could achieve through hard work and through trust in one another. And Hey, we can't wait for this to come to us. we got to go take it. You know, what can I say? We, 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 we played for so much more than, than just ourselves. We played for our city. We played for the entire Gulf Coast region who was behind us, you know, every step of the way. 540 touchdowns. Yeah! Drew Brees take about six, five, four, three, two, What can I say? We've, we've been blessed with so much, and just to have this opportunity is, is unbelievable. The Great Scott Show. And as they head into the final furlong, all of the other radio stations and radio hosts are left in the wake of a keen turn of speed by the Great Scott Show, the champion. With Scott Prather. Steal the show. On ESPN 1420 and ESPN1420.com. Everybody, good morning. Welcome into the Great Scott Show, the Great Sports Callers Open Think Tank. Monday, daylight savings time. We're over a day out of it, and uh, I know that first Monday for a lot of you, it's hard to wake up. But wake up! Come on, the coffee drip, the caffeine, whatever you need. Wake up! Welcome to mid March. Welcome to March Madness. Welcome into the great Scott show and welcome into the show the morning after Drew Brees retired, you know, typically on a Monday like this, if it's a normal weekend, we're talking about what happened on the baseball and softball diamonds. We'll talk to the UL coaches and we will talk to the UL coaches. We'll, uh, we will cover STM winning a four straight basketball championship. Danny Bruce will be on the show tomorrow. We'll break down March Madness and the bracket and LSU being an eight seed and all that. And we're going to do a little bit of that. But the bulk of the show today is going to be about Drew Brees. Drew Brees made it official yesterday, used his kids to make the announcement. 
15 years to uh, to the day that he signed with the Saints and uh, and said goodbye. And said goodbye to the NFL. And, you know, said after 20 years as a player in the NFL, 15 years as a Saint, it's time I retire from the game of football. Each day I poured my heart and soul into being your quarterback. Till the very end, I exhausted myself to give everything I had to the Saints organization, my team, in the great city of New Orleans. We shared some amazing moments, many of which are emblazoned in our hearts and minds and will forever be a part of us. You've molded me, strengthened me, inspired me, and given me a lifetime of memories. My goal for the last 15 years was striving to give you everything you had given to me and more. I'm only retiring from playing football. I'm not retiring from New Orleans. This is not goodbye, rather a new beginning. Now my life's real. My, my real life's work begins. 42 years old, retires as the uh, as of now, the NFL's all-time leader in career passing yards, second all-time in touchdown passes and completion percentage. Helped them win a Super Bowl. You know, as someone that grew up rooting for the Saints, as someone that grew up, thinking of, man, will they ever be good, right? It was like, you if you were a Saints fan, you would be like, wouldn't it be nuts if the Saints ever went to the Super Bowl? But if you were a true Saints fan, you also knew, like, you were real with yourself, like, yeah, it's never going to happen. I mean, it took 34 years just to win a single playoff game. Prior to 06, did you ever really go into a season – and where you were, where you might have had this, this this fandom faith of, yeah, the Saints are going to go to the Super Bowl this year. But you told yourself that because you were a fan, and deep down you knew like it's not going to happen. Like you didn't really think it was ever going to happen. And even in two thousand and six, year after Katrina, with a new head coach, a new quarterback that thirty one teams didn't think was you know good enough to take a look at, one other team did and decided now nah, your shoulders shot. And the Saints signed him. I mean, really, the excitement in 06 was more about Reggie Bush and the fact that this the state was not losing this team that so many of us loved. It wasn't, man, they just signed this quarterback that's going to be the biggest free agent signing in the history of the NFL. No one knew what the next 15 years were, but once 06 started, and even when 06 ended, For the first time in my life, I believe the Saints could actually go to the Super Bowl. Now, they only got to one in the last 15 years. And that's, in a lot of ways, disappointing when you look at all of the things that they had. But if you were a lifelong Saints fan, the fact that they did it and the fact that you could go into each season and say, you know what, We, we actually got a chance to get to the Super Bowl this year. As Saints fans, you would say that over the last 15 years, give or take maybe, you know, a year here or there. I mean, I didn't go into 2017 thinking that and then end up having this great season come up short, Minneapolis Miracle. Yeah, there's been a lot of pain in there, but the point is you wouldn't trade any of that. The last 15 years compared to the previous what? 38, 39 compared to the previous 39 years? Year 40 of the franchise, he got there and 
suddenly there was this hope with the team that hadn't been there before. The team had never had season tickets sold out. Yeah, they had sold out some games. Don't get me wrong. They sold out games. They sold out, in fact, the majority of games in the Haslett era. But it was always a day of type of thing for the most part. Or it was, hey, Intergy just bought up, in the company Intergy just bought up the last 4,000 tickets so the game wouldn't be blacked out today. They weren't selling out games during the Ditka era. Please, I was there. I'm talking about an empty upper deck. And there were some sellouts during the Dome Patrol days, no doubt. And then as it started to get a little more lean, not so much. But there were never season tickets sold out with a waiting list. That started in 06. And a ride began that just was one that, for Saints fans, was something they felt like they had waited their life for. It's going to be different next year. And yeah, Breeze, 20 years in the NFL, 15 of those with the Saints. In the last year, not it's hard to go out. It's hard to go out the way you want. Right? It's not often somebody gets to go out like John Elway did. It's extremely rare in sports. And for Breeze, it was Yahoo Finance, some tension. Then a season where you didn't really have many fans in the stands. Then more than half of his ribs are broke and he punctures as long and he misses times. And they lose in the playoffs against the Bucks, who went out and got Tom Brady, who honestly, Drew Brees' last incredible performance was the one in the middle of the season against the Bucks, but got to the playoffs, Bucks beat him. Didn't end the way you would want, but. Looking back on his career, taking it in. The Dome coming. Early memories with the Saints. The Super Bowl season. Setting NFL records. It's been a heck of a ride. Drew Brees was on the Today Show this morning with Hoda Colt, a New Orleans native, talking about his decision. I know your love for the Saints, and I, lo- I know your love for that city. Um, Drew, when did you know for sure that it was time for football? You know, that's a, that's a decision that you don't just wake up one day and say, hey, I, I'm, I'm going to retire. Um, it's, it's definitely a process. And, and listen, I'm, I'm 42 years old. I've had a chance to play uh, this game for 20 years in the NFL. And I think for the last few years, you know, I felt like this, this moment was coming. And it just made me so laser focused on staying in the moment um, each and every day, um, enjoying the moment, enjoying uh, the preparation, enjoying the grind, enjoying the celebrations with my teammates. Um, Just knowing that um, at some point uh, I I will retire and move on to the next chapter. And I want to be able to look back uh, with incredible memories and knowing that I gave it my absolute best. What are you going to miss the most about football? You know, there's so many things. I mean, that the, the moments on the field after the game, I think those are the moments that my kids most <laughs> most look forward to. You know, it's, it's the game after the game. Um, I, I think that's been one of the most special parts of, of this whole journey is 
watching our kids grow up through this and uh, be able to, you know, re- retain the information and, 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 and come to the Saints facility. And, you know, they would jump in the hot tub with me. They jump in the cold <laughs> tub with me. They jump in the whirlpool. They run around the indoor facility. And then they just could not wait. You know, they bring their footballs to the game, knowing that they would have an opportunity <laughs> to go on the field after to play. So um, having them be a part of this and, and knowing that there's memories and, and hopefully moments of inspiration for them that will last a lifetime, that's, that's what it's all about. So what comes next for Drew? I think it's been well documented. It'll be work for NBC, which Drew said as much this morning to Hoda. Okay, you said next chapter. You said next chapter. So what's our <laughs> next chapter, Drew? What you got cooking? Well, I am going to be working for NBC. I'm part of the team now. Yes. Uh, a, new, a, a new team. Um, so I'm, listen, I'm, I'm excited about that journey. I'm excited to stay very closely connected with the game of football. Um, it's been such an important part of my life. Um, and I continue to be able to, to talk about it and show a passion for it and, uh, bring my kids along for, for the ride there as well. And, and, and let them be part of some of those special moments. And there's so many philanthropic endeavors uh-huh. that, uh, we are involved with, um, especially here in the city of New Orleans. And, a lot of those will be announced here over the coming months. Um, I'll be honest, I, I am most excited about those things mm-hmm. um, because I think that's where we can make the biggest impact. And um, there's still so much need in this country and certainly in the city. And I'm excited that we have the opportunity to be involved in those things and uh, create some models, some sustainable models uh, that we can replicate throughout this country to continue to push us forward. Drew, uh, you're incredible. I have a candle in my dressing room, you guys, and it's like Saint Drew. Literally, they say <laughs> candle and your face is on it. And uh, it kind of is defined that's right normal, here. That's normal, right, that Drew? Is, that's totally normal. <laughs> Drew, you got to practice broadcasting, babe, though. It's not simple, all right? She's saying, come uh, over. She'll, she'll give some yeah, lessons, exactly, you know, exactly Hoda's advanced school come broadcasting. On. We'll help you out. And I just want you to know I'm representing today like I do every day. Uh, love you, love Drew. It. We love you, too. All right. We'll see you here at 30 Rock soon. There you have it. Some Drew Brees uh, sound bites from the uh, the Today Show today. Um, Talking about NBC and looking back on some memories and things like that. Here's what we got in show for you today. Uh, Rachel Whitaker-Jones is going to join me in about five minutes. She is from the Black and Gold Rush podcast. Um, Saints Lifer among other things, and uh, as a history in sports media here down here in South Louisiana. We'll visit with Coach Jerry Glasgow as we typically do on Mondays at 745, though the team has not played a game since the last time we talked to them. Their series over the weekend was postponed due to some COVID in Georgia Southern, so we won't have as much to talk about as we normally do. Coach Matt Deggs, Rachel Cajun baseball coach, joins me at 815 this morning. That's when we'll get into Cajun baseball. Tough weekend on the diamond at Southern Miss. Really no other way to put it. I got some thoughts on that. That's all coming up. And a little bit of chat on March Madness in the bracket. But uh, but a whole lot on Drew Brees this morning. As he is officially done. Did you see Michael Tom? I mean, of all the players, current and former teammates, coaches that wrote things online about Drew Brees, it was usually, you know, something short, respectful, no doubt. Michael Thomas like wrote a letter that was over 900, nearly a thousand word letter on Instagram 
with pictures of him and Drew, and um, you can read it all over at ESPN1420.com, but in it, use the quote, you're my hero. I mean, there was some stuff about um, how there might be beef between them and all this other stuff, and I think I think Michael made that, uh, I think he kind of squashed that last night, but a lot to cover here. It's the Great Scott Show, the Great Sports Callers Open Think Tank, sponsored by Suit Up. That's right, Suit Up, proud sponsor. Also, the the Bipolar Pelicans, we got we got to get into them a little bit this morning as well. Speaking of the Pels, Zion Williamson, the young all-star. Guess what he was asked about last night after a win? Oh, yeah, of course, Drew Brees. Legend in the game. I mean, I think everybody knows that, uh, that he's a legend. Uh, you know, he gave his heart and soul to the game. You know, I know a lot of people are sad to see him go. But, uh, you know, like Drew told me the truest thing I think anybody's ever told me uh, when I first came to New Orleans. If you love the city, they'll love you right back. And, you know, whenever new people come visit, that's the same thing I tell them. Uh, so, yeah, that's the kind of influence he's had on me. All right, don't go anywhere when we come back. We'll visit with Rachel Whitaker-Jones, some more on the Saints, of course, and Drew Brees, really more on Drew Brees and uh, his legacy, his impact. Jerry Glasgow later, Coach Matt Deggs later, open phone lines later. Don't go anywhere. I'm Scott Prather, The Great Scott Show, sponsored by Suit Up. We're right back right after this. Have you wanted to speak a new language but thought it would be too difficult? Then try Babbel. Babbel starts by teaching you words and phrases that gradually get more complex. Soon, you're practicing short conversations. So in 15 minutes a day, you'll be speaking a new language in a few weeks. Babbel is built around real life. It teaches you practical conversations that you will actually use. Babbel, language for life. Celebrating 10 million subscriptions sold. Now try Babbel for free. Just go to Babbel.com today. That's B-A-B-B-E-L.com. Need a job? We've got and Staffing Services has immediate openings for security guards, warehouse workers, order pickers and fillers, landscapers and groundskeepers, shipping clerks, general laborers and logistics coordinators. These are great paying positions, working for great companies. You can work full-time or part-time. There's no fee, and at Lofton, you get paid the week you work. Call Lofton Staffing Services right now at 269-0500. That's 269-0500. Lofton Staffing Services. What's in store for your business this week at Staples? Printing you new signs for the times. Get back to business with custom printed signs and sales materials. Staples has hundreds of designs to choose from or just upload your own. And now at Staples, get 15% off signs, posters, or decals when you spend $75 or more. Some items printed same day when ordered before 2 p.m. Save big on custom printing at Staples. And it's 52921. Exclusions apply. Limit one offer per customer. See store associate or visit staples.com slash signage for details. Okay, kids. Dad's going to teach you how to dance. First, spread your feet apart. Then, a pump to knee. Dance like a dad. It's a great way to make a moment with your kids. Visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. The why is where James first discovered his love for painting. Now it's also where he'll learn the difference between mitosis and meiosis. This school year, many YMCAs are transforming some of their spaces for virtual learning, dedicating staff, and even providing meals. Contact your local Y to learn more. Forever learning. The Y. For a better us. 
when sports are going down in Acadiana. Boy, I hope the defense scores because the offense ain't. Get the latest with the ESPN 1420 app. Yeah, y'all know I usually call it and I have something positive to say. When something's going down, we'll tell you where it's at. Get the best sports talk by tapping that app. What's up, sports fans? It's your boy, J.J. Redick of the New Orleans Pelicans, and you're listening to The Great Scott Show with Scott Prather on ESPN 1420, ESPN1420.com, and the ESPN 1420 app. Drew Brees, quarterback, Purdue Boilermakers. To have been given the opportunity there when not a lot of people wanted to give me that opportunity, and Really to start from scratch with building a team, building a, a mindset, and um, you know setting those goals that we knew we could achieve through hard work and through trust in one another. And Hey, we can't wait for this to come to us. we got to go take it. You know, what can I say? We, 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 we played for so much more than, than just ourselves. We played for our city. We played for the entire Gulf Coast region who was behind us. You know, every step of the way. 540 touchdowns. Yeah! Drew Brees take a bow. Six, five, four, three, two, one. <laughs> Get ready to party with the Lombardi, New Orleans. It's already, it's already started. I promise you, my friend. <laughs> oh, the Saints have won the Super Bowl. Well, I'm grateful for a lot of things in my life. I'm most grateful to be a part of this. When I say nine, you say ten. When I say win, you say again. Nine. What can I say? We've we've been blessed with so much, and just to have this opportunity is, is unbelievable. Welcome back into the Great Scott Show, everybody. Sponsored by Suit Up. I'm Scott Prather, and joining me now, host of the Black and Gold Rush podcast. She has a history in the sports media world down here in South Louisiana, uh, and a, a Saints fan lifer for sure. That'd be Rachel Whitaker Jones. Good morning, Rachel. How are you? Good morning, Scott. It's great to be with you. So uh, you hear the highlights? Does it get you? Does it get you a little emotional? Because there are a lot of Saints fans oh out there that they just. It's, it's, <laughs> Listening to that highlight reel just gave me chills. And I was reading Drew Brees' uh, open letter to the city of New Orleans. Like, I was literally crying. Like, this is a, I mean, happy tears for for Drew, but emotional because he changed the city of New Orleans and Saints fans because before Drew Brees and Sean Payton, the Saints were laughable losers, in a sense. I mean, I remember going to Saints games with my dad, and we would be watching Aaron, you know, people like Aaron Brooks, you know, quarterback the Saints, and we would chant, you know, we want Jake, we want Jake, you know, and just pray for a win. But, you know, with Drew Brees, the Saints – you know, we're expected to compete, and it, we will be forever grateful for everything that he has done, both on the field and off. That's the most important thing. Yeah, I think I think a lot of us felt like the ceiling with with uh, with Brooks was you know getting to the playoffs, maybe getting a win. They they finally got one in two thousand. Before that, it was just hoping for a playoff win ever. 
regardless of who the QB <laughs> was. Um, but the, I, I guess for for thirty nine first thirty nine years of the franchise, you know, I think the fan base would tell themselves um, maybe as fans like, "Boy, wouldn't it be nuts if if this team ever got to the Super Bowl?" I mean, not going to happen. And then in 06, it changed. There was this belief that, man, it, it could actually happen. And it wasn't this, I guess, um, you know, this this mirage that just, you know, you would see in your dreams, but it could never be attainable. It actually happened and uh, and gave, you know, the fan base something. I think the the whole lead up to yesterday was 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 a little unique in that there's, from the Saints fans, they, they kind of appreciate everything Drew's done. But there was like a small part of them that that knew it was time to move on, and then there was a small part of them that was worried. Well, what if he doesn't want to retire? And then what do the Saints do here? And then what about the salary cap? And they didn't. I think for a lot they didn't. They weren't able to process. Sort of. Well, it's going to happen, and when it does, um, I, I may be a little emotional about it. And I, I don't think I don't think a lot of fans have really thought that through. And then yesterday, you just you go online and you see just the. Uh, the reaction to to the news, and that was the big story for me yesterday, and and then you know leading on into this morning on the show. Right, right. I mean, it wasn't really a, a surprise. I mean, we all knew it was coming. It was just a matter of when. And you know, it just felt so intentional that it was 15 years to the day that he he signed his first deal with the Saints. And uh, I mean, I I uh, it, it was. It was it was so intentional and and just a remarkable way to to put a bow on his, on his on his football career and uh, he's he's not done with football you know he's going to go be a broadcaster for for NBC and just yeah, I mean I I just love about Drew that he brings his family into into everything I mean I, on the on the Today Show this morning he he's so excited about bringing his kids into the into the broadcast journey and uh just making his family a part of a part of it and that's just what's so inspiring you know to to me it's everything that he's he's just loved the city of new orleans and and we've loved him right back and my family is is still in new orleans i live actually closer to lafayette and, and lake charles right now uh, but we get back to new orleans quite a bit so being being saint season ticket holders and everything so. what, what here's the, the listener question of the day that we've asked folks um and and yeah, we had here's a response from travis the question is what will you remember most about the 15 years of breeze in new orleans he says graceful and victory humble and defeats uh, priorities in terms of family couldn't ask for a better representation. One of the great ones, all roads lead to Canton. So he kind of gave a number of answers there. But is there is there one thing you'll remember above above everything else when you think about his his time with the Saints? Oh my gosh! Uh, well, that is, I, I would say. I mean, obviously, like I'm, I'm sitting here in my uh, home office right now, and I have a have a. a um, photo montage of Drew Brees on my on my wall and it's of the uh him in uh two thousand nine. Uh it's a and it has the uh schedule of their two thousand nine season. So obviously that season is above all uh for me. And I just think, you know, I mean I'm I've been married for about three years and so I uh, imagine him, you know, with his wife and, you know, at the time they only had the you know, the one son Balin. You know, that image of him holding holding Balin, you know, on the 
you know, with the Lombardi Trophy. It's just so iconic and just symbolizes everything that Drew Brees stands for, you know, for me. And it's, and in reading his open letter to the city and his messages for, for for his family and for young dreamers, it's just so inspiring. I mean, everything that he says here, you know, his messages for growth, overcoming adversity. I mean, to think about that he and the city of New Orleans just found each other at the perfect times. He he needed new life just as much as the city of New Orleans needed new life. And he sparked the city so quickly when the Saints went to the, like you said, the NFC Championship immediately for the first time in franchise history. And then a Super Bowl just a few short seasons later. It was just remarkable. But that image of him, his wife, and Balin on the, you know, with the Lombardi Trophy it will forever be etched in my memory and, and the Saints fans. Rachel Whitaker-Jones, host of the Black and Gold Rush podcast, has been our guest. Rachel, before we let you go, uh, how can listeners learn a little bit more about what you do and and your love of the Saints? Absolutely. Well, I host a weekly podcast, like you said, the uh, Black and Gold Rush, available wherever you get your podcasts. And listeners can also connect with me on Twitter and Instagram at RachelW504 and check out my website at RachelWJones.me. Rachel, I appreciate you taking the time. Enjoy the week, and um, thanks for getting up early. I know it's just a normal Monday, but then you factor in daylight savings. So everybody's body clock's a little different, So, uh, but I, I'm sure you had your coffee this morning. <laughs> hey, anytime, Scott. I appreciate the invite. All right, Rachel, take care. You too. Good stuff. ESPN1420.com. Um, emails are open. Scott at ESPN1420.com. You can uh, email me there. You can tweet the show as well at ESPN1420. Um, got plenty of content for you over at ESPN1420.com and the ESPN1420 app as well. Some of the best reactions from around the uh, world of sports, individuals, um, public figures, and uh, their thoughts on uh, on Breeze and the retirement. Emails. Here's one from Carl. Uh, this one is... Regarding Taysom Hill, Scott, what's the word on the Taysom Hill contract? I see a lot of different reports. Can you please explain it? The deal is uh, the Saints signed him to a lot of monopoly money, essentially, is what it is. Like, it's it. there are... See, people remember Mickey Loomis signed Nick Fairley to that three-year deal, but like the, it was really just a one-year deal and it had two voidable years. In terms of voidable years on existing contracts, like at the time, Fairley was a free agent and it got reported and it was like, oh, look, look at Mickey Loomis. Look what he's doing. In terms of actual um, existing contracts, you're extending someone. A lot of teams actually do this. It's just not reported a ton. But Taysom Hill is somewhat polarizing, and the number that Mickey put out there, I almost feel like it was, I don't know, man, it was just 140 people like, wait, what's going on? He was in the last year of his contract. So it's not like you could convert his salary into a signing bonus now without an extension. So what they did was um, they just added some voidable years to it. Now, those numbers are usually somewhat inflated because 
the league doesn't allow players to um, negotiate contracts that are like that are not you know basically the in the last year the previous if you had a, a renegotiation you can't have one that isn't higher than than the one you just recently had and this is a lot of you know technical mumbo jumbo I'm probably explaining it too much here's the deal Taysom is going to earn the exact same amount of money this year in salary and bonuses that he already was. The only difference is the team can spread out that number across the cap over the next four years instead of having it all in the cap this year. They did it to basically cut his cap number almost in half. Now, unless a real ex- a real extension is completed by next year, you're going to have some dead money on the books for Taysom Hill if he's not on the team next year. Um, and the Saints have done this over the years. I mean, look, they were almost $100 million over the cap. So there it is. You know, is it Bree? Is it is it Hill? Is it Winston? Donnie Rossini was saying, well, they want to negotiate with Winston, but it's going to be an open quarterback competition. And if you're Jameis Winston, is that really what you want to go back to? Winston's agent has identified the Saints as his preferred destination. And while the Saints would probably love to trade for Russell Wilson, it's not going to happen. But, like, what? whatever they're saying publicly is not what they're saying behind closed doors. The reality is Breeze's success through next year, week one, well, like, it's going to be Jameis Winston. And that game is probably going to be the Thursday night NFL opener on NBC. And guess who's going to be on the panel on NBC on the countdown? The NBC studio show for the Thursday night NFL opener. Guess who's going to be on that panel? Drew Brees, who will be groomed to be eventually replace Chris Collinsworth. You know, Al, it really is a culmination of a lot of things. I mean, here's a guy in Brees who's coming to take my job, but he's not going to replace Collinsworth for a while. And he has to be good to eventually do it. That's what NBC's hoping to do. They're going to stick him on as a color commentator for Notre Dame football, and then he will be in the booth for the NBC Sunday night NFL countdown show, whatever it's called on NBC. That's where Breeze is going to be next year. So that Thursday night opener makes too much sense because you got Breeze on the panel, you got Brady with the Bucks, you got Winston, the former Bucks quarterback, now starting with the Saints. You got two teams that go against one another in division. That is how the 2021 season, in my mind, will kick off for the Saints. Unless another team comes in and says, Jameis, here's way more money than they're going to give you and more years. Come play for us. Then it's, okay, do do, do you try to bring Teddy Bridgewater back? Do you draft a quarterback? Where do you go from here? ESPN1420.com. All right, listener question of the day. What will you remember most about Drew Brees' time with the Saints? Uh, At... Douglas underscore six four seven. For me, Scott, it will always be the Super Bowl, no matter what. It was a magical season. So many memories from it, and it wouldn't have happened without Breeze. Emails. Jacob emails. He says, Scott, it's 
For me, it'll be the encompassing belief that the Saints could be a winner, something I didn't feel as a Saints fan before he got there. Okay? We'll see what comes next for the Saints. But in the meantime, Drew Brees talking about what went into the decision earlier this morning on the Today Show. I know your love for the Saints, and I I know your love for that city. Um, Drew, when did you know for sure that it was time to say goodbye to football? You know, that's a that's a decision that you don't just wake up one day and say, hey, I, I'm, I'm going to retire. Um, it's, it's definitely a process. And, and listen, I'm I'm 42 years old. I've had a chance to play uh, this game for 20 years in the NFL. And I think for the last few years, you know, I felt like this this moment was coming and it just made me so laser focused on staying in the moment. Um, each and every day, um, enjoying the moment, enjoying uh, the preparation, enjoying the grind, enjoying the celebrations with my teammates, um, just knowing that um, at some point uh, I, I will retire and move on to the next chapter, and I want to be able to look back uh, with incredible memories and knowing that I gave it my absolute best. What are you going to miss the most about football? You know, there's so many things. I mean, that the, the moments on the field after the game, I think those are the moments that my kids most <laughs> most look forward to. You know, it's, it's the game after the game. Um, I, I think that's been one of the most special parts of, of this whole journey is uh, watching our kids grow up through this and uh, be able to, you know, re- retain the information and, 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 and come to the Saints facility. And, you know, they would jump in the hot tub with me. They jump in the cold <laughs> tub with me. They jump in the whirlpool. They run around the indoor facility. And then they just could not wait. You know, they bring their footballs to the game, knowing that they would have an opportunity <laughs> to go on the field after to play. So um, having them be a part of this and, and knowing that there's memories and, and hopefully moments of inspiration for them that will last a lifetime, that's, that's what it's all about. Good stuff there from Drew. More uh, more responses coming in from our listeners. Scott chimes in, says his lasting memory of Breeze, the epitome of a leader, selfless, humble, leader by words and leader by action. Derek email says, Scott, it's a shame he didn't win a league MVP or more Super Bowls. Felt like the Saints could have done more with him at QB. I mean, I guess it's all in the eye of the beholder, right? I mean, sure. I, I, yes. They 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 probably, especially in 2011 and 2018. Um, but then you compare it to what was there before, and you're like, my goodness. The Saints were a laughing stock. The Saints, along with the Cardinals, were one of the worst franchises in American sports in terms of the overall losing percentage in all of American sports prior to 2006. It, it, to say that things were different from 06 to now compared to prior is just an extreme understatement. And uh, Breeze said today on the Today Show, he knew that kind of after that playoff loss when he was running into the tunnel, he said he felt like he knew that was it. That was it. But what a career, man. What a career. Most games, I mean, NFL records, most games with 300 or more passing yards, most consecutive seasons with 20-plus passing teams with 5,000-plus passing yards, fastest to reach 70,000 passing yards, all-time leader in completions, all-time leader in passing yards. 
Most pass attempts in a playoff game without an interception. Most pass completions in a playoff game without interception. Most consecutive games with 20-plus completions. Um, most games with 400-plus passing yards. Most consecutive seasons with 4,000-plus passing yards. Most games with 3-plus passing touchdowns. All of those are NFL records all time. Now, some of them are going to fall. Obviously, the the 80,358 career passing yards probably going to fall as long as Tom Brady's able to play next season. But he'll still have a hold of uh, of a lot of them. 40 minutes after the hour. All right, it's the Great Scott Show sponsored by Suit Up. I'm Scott Prather. We got Jerry Glasgow coming, Raging Cajun softball coach. We'll chat with him for a little bit. Cajuns didn't play a game this past week. Get an idea of what they worked on. Raging Cajun baseball coach Matt Deggs. Going to be joining me at 8.15 this morning. Have uh, I have some thoughts on the weekend at Southern Miss. Oof. It was a tough one. It was a tough one. Two games in there that if you, you play cleaner baseball, you come out with a series win, and unfortunately you're on uh, the wrong side of a sweep. But we will, uh, we will visit with Matt. We'll visit with you guys. We'll have open phone lines in the 8 o'clock hour at 269-1077. We'll take a gander at the March Madness bracket, among other things. The men's field of 68 is set. The women's field will be set tonight. We'll learn where the Cajuns are playing in the WNIT. LSU at eight seed. Tiger fans are like, wait a minute. You lose at the, you know, in the last seconds, game that goes down to the last seconds in, in the SEC championship game, playing hot, and then you, you, you go in as an eight seed with less rest in the East region where Michigan is the one. And Bama's the two? Yeah. Okay. Okay. 269-1070. Into all that, though, we got open phone lines in the 8 o'clock hour. Maybe time for a phone call or two right now before we bring Coach Glasgow on for a couple of minutes. Let's head, uh, let's head to the phone lines. Good morning. Welcome into the Gray Scott Show. Hello. Hey, Scott. Kurt, how's it going, man? Kurt, how are you? Oh, well, you know, Monday celebrating, you know, uh, 15 years rather of coolness that we've experienced that, you know, I, I've, you know, been a saint. You grow up in Louisiana, you're a Saints fan. That's just the way it is. You know, it's kind of like being a Catholic, you know, can you make a rule? Who's your mama? Are you Catholic? And are you a Saints fan? It's the way it is. And Drew Brees brought us 15 years of incredibleness. Um, but what he did was he came in at a time when a city, a state, and a region needed it. You know, that was the post-Katrina, post-Katrina experience, and he gave us a little bit, and he just kept on giving us more and giving us more and giving us more. You know, I, we've talked, you know me, I think you know me pretty well, ultimate homer. I will take Drew Brees seven days a week, twice on Sunday, over Tom Brady and the rings. Don't care. Personally, I think Tom Brady is sticking around to beat Drew Brees' records. That's just me because I'm a, I'm a homer for Drew. That's it. This guy gave us something back in 2006, then culminating in 2009, and just building on it. So you know what? Yeah, you know, I, I know he's listening. You know, I, I know I know he's got the ESPN app uh, installed on his phone. And he's left, you know, mad props from the other side of the state to you, Drew Brees, and we appreciate everything you did for us, man. Thanks a lot. I have a good one, Scott. Appreciate it, man. If you if you could make the argument that strong argument in terms of the impact an athlete had on a fan base was was not, you know, 
nothing greater than what Breeze has done. You could you could point to things. You could look at LeBron James and all the things he's done in Akron, and he did eventually bring a ring to to the Cavs. But I think his impact more isn't so much among Cavs fans, although that one ring was magical for him. But you know he's played other places. He left, came back, then left again. It is what he's done with the school there, the youth, and I don't know that every one of those kids are Cavs fans or LeBron fans in terms of just actual fans of of a specific team. Like Kurt said, in terms of when he got there, Drew Brees, the time he got there, following Katrina and all that, it, it just it, it it was an impact that no one saw coming, to be honest. I mean, there were I never forget my boy Jay Walker coming in the day after on Bird's Eye View saying, What the hell are the Saints doing signing an injured quarterback? It's a terrible move. Yeah, that's one I like to give him grief about. We laugh about it now, but but it wasn't like I was sitting there saying, are you kidding? This is a great signing. I was like, yeah, it's kind of like, yeah, yeah. And now here you are. Quarter to eight. Some suggest Breeze will go into politics. Uh, I don't think that's going to happen. Especially... <laughs> Especially what what happened a little less than a year ago, making an appearance on Yahoo Finance, and boom! Suddenly, when it's not about football or philanthropy, it's uh, it's very different. You know, I think Breeze is going into broadcasting. I think he'll continue to do a lot of philanthrop- philanthropic work, and um, you know, he'll be he'll be around. Heck, he's got some businesses here in Katyana. Maybe you'll take your kids to Surge later. I don't know. Don't go anywhere. It's ESPN1420.com. A couple minutes with Jerry Glasgow. We'll open up phone lines again after that. Matt Deggs at 815. More highlights of Breeze's career. And, yes, we will dig into the bracket a little bit, take a look at a couple of snubs. It's all coming your way. It's the Great Scott Show, sponsored by SuitUp. It's ESPN1420.com. Okay. Indeed knows unexpected demand can stretch your business thin. Uh, Leon speaking. Like at Leon's Plumbing. Sorry, quick as we can get there is next Friday. To stay out of hot water, he needs to get started hiring right. Right away. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. And the moment you sponsor a job on Indeed, you get a short list of quality candidates from our resume database. Visit Indeed.com slash credit and get a $75 credit for your first sponsored job post. Terms and conditions apply. Before you move in and start making a lifetime of memories, there's something you should remember. The value of working with a realtor. A realtor is more than an expert in the field who abides by a code of ethics. A realtor is your neighbor and your ally. Someone who puts your agenda ahead of theirs. Someone who understands your dreams and has the expertise to make them a reality. Finding the right place starts with Realtor and the doors we open together. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors. That's who we are. What can give you a competitive edge in today's red-hot housing market? Rocket can. That's because Rocket Mortgage can give you a verified approval. It could help your offer stand out. Rocket technology provides a rock-solid verification of your income, assets, and credit, giving sellers greater confidence in you. Go to rocketmortgage.com or call us today at 8338-ROCKET. A verified approval is based on an underwriter's analysis of your individual financial information, appraisal, and title report. Call for cost information and conditions equal housing, lender license in all 50 states and MLSConsumerAccess.org number 3030. 
It's Mattress Firm's semi-annual sale, where you can save up to $300 on our top-rated brands like Sealy and Sleepies. Plus, get a free adjustable base when you spend $6.99 on Sealy. Or buy Tempur-Pedic and get a $300 instant gift good towards sleep accessories. Shop Tempur-Pedic, Stearns & Foster, and more with our sleep experts today to find your best sleep. Only at Mattress Firm. Offer valid with qualifying purchase. Restrictions apply. Valid at participating locations only. For offer details, visit mattressfirm.com sale. Have you downloaded the ESPN 1420 app yet? No. <laughs> Why not? Just tap that app and hear ESPN 1420 programming worldwide. Download the ESPN 1420 app in the iTunes App Store or Google Play. Scott Prather, the king of sports talk radio. Surprised? Certainly not. The first year we took it to the limit. Uh, what? The Great Scott Show with Scott Prather on ESPN 1420 and ESPN1420.com. Steal the show. Yeah. She said I was the tiger she wanted to tame. Welcome back into the Great Scott Show, the Great Sports Callers Open Think Tank, sponsored by Suit Up. Joining me now, Raging Cajun softball coach Jerry Glasgow, uh, who, when we chatted last week, we didn't think he was entering a week where uh, the Cajuns would not have a game, but with so many games early in the schedule, uh, and then getting ready for, uh, you know, your opponent this weekend in Georgia Southern, only to learn that. It wasn't going to happen due to some COVID-19 issues within their program. What was was a disappointment? Was there a part of you that's like, okay, we'll, we'll get more rest and we'll work on other things? When you first heard the news, what went through your mind? Yeah, very, very disappointed. You know, as you, you have a schedule and you, you'd like to stick to it. You'd like to think that, you know, what you put on paper will turn out that way, but Sometimes it doesn't, and just another one of those, you know, things that happen during this COVID thing that makes it hard to run a ball club. It's really hard to plan your, you know, when you plan your schedule, you, you're working out days or even weeks in advance, and, you know, we we needed those games this weekend really bad. So very disappointed, but, you know, nothing I can do about it. We just have to keep moving. So what what did you do this week, and what did the team do since you weren't able to play? Well, you know, you try to after you you, you sit down, you look at the situation. You, there's nothing you can do. We didn't know until noon on Thursday. That was a you know we got a late call, so there wasn't time to readjust and jump in a bus and go somewhere and play on Friday, Saturday, Sunday in a tournament because it was just too late in the day on Thursday when we found out. And that's something we need to look at where. You know, we could have known by 8.30 or 9 a.m. We could have picked up games, I think. But, you know, you deal with all that. So what we did, we uh, we just decided to take advantage of the weekend. I thought the best way we could look at the, you know, to use the, the weekend as an advantage was to get a look at every one of our pitchers. You know, a lot of times this time of year, you only see your top two pitchers. You know, they only get the top two, top three arms, maybe four if you're lucky, gets work. So, um, and then your hitters, you only get to see your top about nine, 10, 11 hitters. So, you know, we went out and we set up a Saturday 14 inning doubleheader scrimmage 
type situation where we were able to see our, you know, entire pitching staff, all eight pitchers were able to get some work this weekend. And then all of our hitters, we were able to put, uh, you know, uh, all of our available hitters out there and, and get, get some looks at them and, and try to figure out, you know, I want to be sure Wednesday night uh, against Texas, I want to be sure I've got the right hitters in the lineup. And so it was really good. I thought that part actually was a, you know, I have a lot of clarity on the team now and there's things that, things that I would never know normally in a regular season that I know about our ball club. Um, can, can you give us so one, maybe one, a, I'm sorry, Jerry, could you give us maybe one example of that? What you just said, something you wouldn't have known otherwise that you just learned. Okay. Well, uh, example, you know, I saw a couple of pitchers that, you know, they clearly weren't ready to pitch. They weren't, they were not able to throw strikes. So they weren't able to effectively go out and compete. And, you know, at this time of year, with COVID situation, you need all, all hands on deck. And I saw, you know, we saw some hitters kind of surprise us. Uh, we, we, we knew that we had some depth down there at the, at the seven, eight, nine spot. But, you know, we, when we got out there and, you know, we had, we let, we let, uh, for instance, on Saturday on our 14 inch scrimmage, we had eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, 13, and 14 players, as we would see them on our roster, all batting. And, you know, the I think the worst out of any of those was three for nine. So all of them competed really well. Uh, some of them got 11 at-bats in that scrimmage. You know, we had kids uh, four for 10 with a hit-by-pitch. I think uh, Kendall Talley was uh, three for nine with a hit-by-pitch and a walk. Um Carly Heath hit two home runs. Bailey Curry hit two home runs. Uh, even Sophie Piscos, who hadn't been, you know, red shirting this year, she come out and goes two for five, so hits four hundred. Um, you know, some positive things we got to see a lot of defense. We saw, you know, we've been working really hard with Jenna Keene on her bunt game, and we saw where she was at in live at bats against against pitchers. She got. 10 or 11 chances to go against our pitchers. So those are things that I was looking for, you know, and then, you know, we hadn't, we, we, we hadn't saw, you know, some of the pitchers on the mound in games, but we were able to see them in a, as close to a game like situation as you're able to create. And you tell, okay, no, they need to get this. They need, you know, they did good or they did. Carly Heath looked really good. Uh, she was throwing really hard. So that was really encouraging to see. Um, so those are kind of things that we were able to see that we normally wouldn't be able to see. And then we were able to look at some different defensive sets. So that's kind of how I felt like we gained a lot of insight into our ball club and what's going on behind the scenes where you never, you know, you don't really usually get a grade report. And then when you get to go out there and compete and practice, you get a really good grade report. Coach Jerry Glasgow, Rage Occasion softball coach, our guest coach. You referenced it. You get to welcome a, a number 10 program, Texas. You guys ranked uh, 14th in the country, and it's uh, no other way to put it, man. It's just a, a huge bat- midweek matchup at Lamson Park this Wednesday. Um, two games, uh, 4 o'clock, 345 pregame. Folks can hear it right here on ESPN 1420, powered by Learfield IMG College. Steve Peliquin, Bobby Naval on the call. 
What's the key in your mind to uh, to getting two against the uh, the Longhorns this week? Uh, this we have to go up, show up and compete. You know, we have to we have to go out and intend to win, believe you're going to win, want to win, and step out on that field and compete. Like it's going to be a fight. You know, they're going to come in and they're going to play ball, and that's what top ten teams do. And you know, if we if we do the same thing, I, I believe we have all the talent in the world to be a top ten team. I think we we the early games we let them get away from us. You know, we mentally lost our focus and confidence, self confidence, self belief. You know, when we lost, I think we let the the loss of two or three key players. Uh, I think we had four key players out when we played Oklahoma State and LSU. But you know, it doesn't matter. You still have to go out and find a way and find a way to win. And most importantly, you have to believe you're going to win, and you have to you have to understand that you still have everything it takes to win. And and I think our focus is really good right now. I think we got kids that do believe that, and I think that mentally, I feel like our ball club's in a lot better shape right now than we were two weeks ago. So I I think the key to show up and and really compete and and see our lineup, you know, really go out there with great determination and. And uh, you know, kids that have to step up, and they know it. Um, with without, you know, O'Neill and and Roman's power in the lineup, we got some kids that's got to give us great effort every time out. And and I don't know that they, you know, we with the lineup we have, we, we a lot of lot of new faces in the lineup this year. And I think maybe it was just too much too early. But now, three weeks in, I wish we could have had the games this weekend. Um, behind them too, but we've, we've had plenty of games, and I think we've got, I think we've got plenty of uh, understanding of our roster and and what each of us needs to bring. And I think the kids are, what I feel in practices, are ready to really go out and compete hard. Rage Cajun softball coach Jerry Glasgow has been our guest. Jerry, always appreciate you taking the time on a Monday. Look forward to talking to you again next Monday. Double header this Wednesday against Texas. Then. Cajuns traveling to Arlington for a Sunbelt matchup with UTA this weekend. All of the action can be heard right here on ESPN 1420. Thanks so much, Jerry. All the best, and uh, we'll talk again next week, my friend. All right. Thanks, Scott. Mm -hmm. You got it. Rage Cajun softball coach Jerry Glasgow. Take a time out. Come back. Great Scott show. 8 o'clock hour on the other side. More on Drew Brees' legacy. Matt Deggs, Rage Cajun baseball coach, will join me around 815 Talk about the uh, trip to Mississippi and the weekend on the diamond against Southern Miss and uh, all open phone lines after that as well. Plenty more coming your way. It's the Great Scott Show sponsored by Suit Up. Don't go anywhere. It's ESPN1420.com. Roderick Tripp with Professional Cleaning and Maintenance Services talks about the first word of their name, professional. We pride ourselves on being professional. Each employee has been vetted with a full background, full uh, drug screen, and they will have training and knowledge how to clean your facility before they ever show up at the door. And with that kind of professionalism, there's a lot of trust. We've been blessed to have been entrusted with the keys to facilities all over Acadiana, and that means a lot to us. We take pride in that. And I always say that a customer, you can trust me with your keys. Professional Cleaning and Maintenance Services. PCMS will use their proven cost-effective cleaning methods to give you the peace of mind your employees and customers need while protecting your bottom line. Find them online at PCMServe.com. That's PCMSERV.com. Or call 330-8430. Count on the professional cleaning team. 
at PCMServe.com. Good morning, Private! Good morning, I mean, seriously, what a pleasant morning. The sun is shining and the birds are chirping. You seem to be in a good mood today. Astute observation. He's probably happy because he found out Honey Nut Cheerios can help lower cholesterol as part of a heart-healthy diet. They're even shaped like hearts. So, in lieu of the obstacle course today, I propose a nice meditative nature walk. Does that sound delightful to everyone? Yes, you Sergeant! Happy Heart Shapes are back for a limited time. Learn more about Honey Nut Cheerios by picking up a box at your local store. Got a project that requires equipment that you don't have? For the best possible equipment at competitive rates and customer service second to none, rent it at OJ's Rental Center. Count on OJ's for construction equipment like tractors, excavators, and aerial equipment including telescopic man lifts, extended reach forklifts, and scissor lifts. Got a project around the house? Maybe you need a power tool, painting or wallpapering tools, or something else. Check with OJ's Rental Center first. We can do it yourselfers. Rent any piece of equipment or tool on Saturday, return it by Monday at 9 a.m. And you pay for just one day. It's like getting an extra day free. Rent on Saturday, return by Monday morning at 9, and pay for just one day. Now that's a deal. OJ's Rental Center next to the post office off of Bertrand and on the web at OJ's Rent Center.com. Call 235 3310. 235 3310. We're open daily Monday through Saturday at 6 30 a.m. OJ's Rental Center. If we don't have it, you probably don't need it. Mm, making popcorn for movie night? Whoa, who are you? This is your wake-up call from TrackFoam Wireless. What if every time you tried a new streaming service, you had to buy a new TV? Uh, that'd be ridiculous. Yeah, some wireless companies do that when you switch, make you buy a new phone. Right. But TrackFoam Wireless lets you keep your phone and your number and your network and gives you unlimited talk and text starting at $20 a month. Seriously, who are you? This is your wake-up call, people. TrackFoam Wireless. Now you're in control. Oh, oh, you're burning it. Oh, no. See terms and conditions at trackphone.com. As a dentist, I know what my patients are saying. Mm-hmm. She says her gums are irritated. Mm-hmm. Is there anything you can do? You can try new Crest Advanced Gum Restore. It detoxifies below the gum line to restore your gums back to health in just seven days. What is dedication? The thing that drives me every day as a dad is Darian. We call him Day Day for short. Every day he's hungry for something, whether it's attention, affection, knowledge. And there's this huge responsibility in making sure that when he's no longer under my wing, that he's a good person. I want him to be able to sit back one day and go, we worked together, we did a good job. That's dedication. Find out more at fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. You're never completely ready to adopt a teen. For late nights writing English papers. For your teen's music taste. For dinners, where they talk more on their phone than with you. For the first time, they call you mom. You're never completely ready to adopt a teen, and you can't imagine the reward. To learn more about adopting a teen, visit AdoptUSKids.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Adopt US Kids, and the Ad Council. ESPN 1420. ESPN. KPEL Lafayette. A Town Square Media Station. ESPN1420N.com For all the reasons you love sports. Drew Brees, quarterback, Purdue Boilermaker. To have been given the opportunity there when not a lot of people wanted to give me that opportunity and really to start from scratch with building a team, building a a mindset, and um, you know setting those goals that we knew we could achieve through hard work and through trusting one another and hey we can't wait for this to come to us we gotta go take it 
you know, what can I say? We 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 played for so much more than, than just ourselves. We played for our city. We played for the entire Gulf Coast region, who was behind us, you know, every step of the way. 540 touchdowns. Yeah! Drew Brees take about six, five, four, three, two, one. What can I say? We've, we've been blessed with so much, and just to have this opportunity is, is unbelievable. The Great Scott Show. And as they head into the final furlong, all of the other radio stations and radio hosts are left in the wake of a keen turn of speed by the Great Scott Show, the champion. With Scott Prather. Steal the show. On ESPN 1420 and ESPN1420.com. Hello. Welcome into the Great Scott Show, Great Sports Callers Open Think Tank. Happy to have you with me on a Monday morning. It's a little rainy out there. Be safe on the roads. Today's uh, forecast from the Storm Team 3 Weather Lab of Daniel Phillips. Partly cloudy throughout the day. 40% chance of showers. High of 79 tonight. Low of 67. More showers uh, in the mix tonight as well. Should be getting rain the next couple of days before things are expected to uh, to clear up a little bit. Um, be careful on the road. A couple of accidents being reported here, a lot here in the last five minutes. Uh, five minutes ago, a vehicle accident being reported on the corner of Verot and Ambassador. Vehicle accident being reported in Karen Crow at Amsbury Drive. Vehicle accident over on Johnson Street and E. Broussard Road. So that is going to create a lot of traffic jams. Be careful out there, everybody. Be safe. Please. Rage Cajun baseball coach Matt Deggs is going to join me in about 10 minutes. After we talk to Deggs, we will talk about the winners and losers of the NCAA bracket, which the uh, committee released last night. But big focus today also is Drew Brees officially retiring. And uh, I said, you know, prior to Drew Brees, never really felt like, if I was being honest with myself, the Saints could ever even sniff a Super Bowl ever come close. Then Breeze got there in 06 and that team and what happened and you know it it changed. It changed. It changed and it's been a fun ride 15 years with him. Our listener question of the day online our Twitter page, our Facebook page, what will you remember most about Breeze's time in New Orleans? Most of the responses are, you know, what he did as a leader, giving back to the community. A couple said it's just the Super Bowl year. I think for many, they try to make it a whole culmination of things. 
It's hard for them to just put, you know, one thing down. But I, I for me, it's just it's it's the 09 season. That season, the amount of time waiting for it in you know, 43 years of pain Saints fans had been through and this unthinkable dream of theirs they dreamt of as fans actually happened. And everything after that, you know, some up years, some down years, some obviously heartbreaking disappointment in 2011 and 2017 and 2018 seasons. And in 2019 and 2020, don't get me wrong, the way they ended, but everything would feel a little different if you had never won a Super Bowl. Everything would probably be a little different. I think there would still be an appreciation, but it would just feel different. And that would be the big thing in there. It'd be like, oh, and by the way, just he never, while he was great, he never won a Super Bowl. You didn't get that. You didn't get that. You got that ultimate prize that so many had uh, hoped for. I mean, getting to the NFC Championship game in year one was crazy. And while they probably should have gotten more Super Bowls and they came up short, and the fact that they only got to one is disappointing. And they're the team, um, the only team in NFL history that had 49 wins over a four-year span and never even reached the Super Bowl. Only team in NFL history to do that last four years. I think last night and today, more folks are just appreciating what's happened. 360-degree labrum tear where he's diving for a ball in a meaningless game late in the season where the Chargers are already out of the playoffs playing the Broncos turned out to be the biggest play in Saints history, even though the Saints weren't involved in the game. Because no team wanted to sign him, only Nick Saban and the Dolphins looked at him and they said, no thanks. And you got a first-year head coach that, let's be honest, if he screws that up, if he screws up the quarterback spot and the Saints can't play Breeze because his shoulder doesn't recover and they have to start Jamie Martin... In 06, Pate might not have lasted beyond two seasons. He took a gamble on him. Breeze was 142-86 and 86 in 15 years with the Saints. Led them to 17 playoff games. Won more than he lost, by the way. Threw for 5,000 yards five different times. No one's come close. It's been unbelievable. Jacques emails. Scott, I find myself getting a little emotional. I admit I was ready for Drew to move on. There was a part of me that was really scared he wouldn't retire. And I was thinking so much about what are the Saints going to do if he doesn't. Then when the moment hit yesterday, I found myself being nostalgic more than anything else. The Saints should retire number nine. Saints have never retired a jersey before. It's not really something they do. But uh, it would look weird to see anyone else in a number nine jersey, wouldn't it? Wouldn't it? ESPN 1420.com. Cajun baseball at nine wins heading into last week. And uh, took on Mississippi State and then a three-game weekend series against Southern Miss. And... Unfortunately, they're still stuck at nine wins. A couple of close calls in there. Plenty on UL baseball. Got some thoughts. We're going to visit with Rage of Cajun baseball coach Matt Deggs after this. Then we'll open up phone lines after that. This is the Great Scott Show, sponsored by Suit Up. 
Don't go anywhere. It's ESPN 1420. Acadiana Prescription Shop in the heart of Lafayette in Lafayette's Oil Center is open and following all Phase 2 guidelines to keep you and your family safe when picking up prescriptions. Acadiana Prescription Shop is a local pharmacy. They know everyone by name. It's amazing how the employees know practically everyone by their first name. Acadiana Prescription Shop also has their original toot and scoot service that remains open for your convenience. You drive up, toot your horn, and they'll come out to your vehicle and take care of your prescriptions. They have a mobile prescription app. Downloading their app is another way you'll save time. Acadiana Prescription Shop fills all prescriptions in three to five minutes. How's that for fast? Acadiana Prescription Shop is open for you during phase two to keep you and your family safe when picking up prescriptions. As Acadiana keeps going strong, when it comes to a local pharmacy, there's only one choice. Acadiana Prescription Shop. Oil Center next to Champagne's. Online at AcadianaRx.com. That's AcadianaRx.com. It seems like these days, everyone has some sort of digital advertising to offer. And as a business owner, that can be overwhelming. I mean, buy social media, have some geofencing. Buy Google AdWords and LinkedIn and Snapchat, OTT, pre-roll, addressable geofencing, and YouTube. That's a lot. At Town Square Media, we know it's a lot to sort through, and we're here to help. If you're a business owner, then you need to make time to attend Town Square Media's free webinar Tuesday, March 23rd, or Wednesday, March 24th at 9 a.m. or 3.30 p.m., respectively. This virtual webinar is a learning experience designed to educate local and regional business owners on navigating an ever-changing marketplace using the latest and greatest digital advertising methods. Learn how to put the ads you see online every day to work for your unique business and receive a $500 free online radio schedule just for attending. So call me, Kathleen Gannon, Digital Sales Lead to get signed up at 658-1007. That's 658-1007. Need a job? We've got them. Lofton Staffing Services has immediate openings for security guards, warehouse workers, order pickers and fillers, landscapers and groundskeepers, shipping clerks, general laborers and logistics coordinators. These are great paying positions, working for great companies. You can work full-time or part-time. There's no fee. And at Lofton, you get paid the week you work. Call Lofton Staffing Services right now at 269-0500. That's 269-0500. Lofton Staffing Services. Mom, I'm hungry. Popcorn? Mm. We should live stream this. Already am. With this new plan from Walmart Family Mobile, I get 40 gigabytes of high-speed data for under 40 bucks a month. It's a limited time deal. Ooh, watch out. Loose ball. Whoa. That's double the data with no contract or surprise fees. <gasps> Yay, buzzer beater. All powered by T-Mobile's nationwide network. Makes me feel like I'm a step ahead. Available at Walmart. Double data ends July 31st, 2021. Hotspot does not double. See terms at myfamilymobile.com. Walmart Family Mobile. If I'm not commuting anymore, where do I really want to live? While you handle life's questions, Merrill Guided Investing helps you manage your portfolio and invest for your next move. With the option to work with an advisor at a low cost and minimum. Merrill, a Bank of America company. Visit MerrillEdge.com slash investing goals to get started today. Investing involves risk. Merrill Lynch, Pierce, Fenner, and Smith Incorporated, both a registered broker-dealer and investment advisor, member of SIPC. Investment products are not FDIC insured or not bank guaranteed and may lose value. Thinking about retirement? Make sure a My Social Security account is a part of your plan. A My Social Security account gives you secure access to your personal earnings history and benefit status. You can find out if you're eligible to receive benefits, compare retirement benefit estimates at different ages or dates, view spousal benefit estimates, and more. Plan for your future. Open a My Social Security account at ssa.gov slash myaccount. Social Security. Securing today and tomorrow. Produced at U.S. taxpayer expense. Uh-oh. Brad's buzzed. Oh, yeah? Yeah. He's starting with the woots. <laughs> And now a speech. I just want to say that friendship is about heart. Heart and brain. 
Who's with me? Good thing is, he knows when he's buzzed. And my brain is saying, when it's time to go home, somebody call me a ride. Love that guy. Me too. Know your buzzed warning signs? Call for a ride when it's time to go home. Buzz driving is drunk driving. A message from NHTSA and the Ad Council. This is Louisiana Raging Cajun head baseball coach Matt Daggs, and you're listening to the flagship station for UL Sports, ESPN 1420, ESPN1420.com, and ESPN 1420. And this Scott Prather guy's kind of weird, huh? Give me back my son! The Great Scott Show on Sports Radio ESPN 1420. Welcome back into the Great Scott Show, sponsored by Suit Up. Joining me now is Rage Occasion baseball coach Matt Deggs. Matt, when you hear yourself on on a liner about uh, the station and, and tapping that app, how does it make you feel when you hear your own voice while you're on hold? <laughs> I don't know, dude. I've never really thought about it. <laughs> you know, i got to lead with oh just a random God. question. Um, Thank you for that. I needed that good. this morning. Well, look, I I needed that. I um, I, I think I want to get your thoughts, obviously, on 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 the last week, and um, I I think I used the word frustrating and hearing from you know you in post game with Brad and and watching the game. What word would you use to describe the the Mississippi road trip for you guys? It was uh, very frustrating, very humbling. And, uh, you know, obviously it was, uh, something that, that, that we went in expecting to win and, and we, we got knocked on our butt a little bit and, and it kind of snowballed on us. And, uh, there was a lot of shooting ourselves on our foot and, you know, a lot of, a lot of what we did was self-inflicted. And so, uh, Starting at Mississippi State, we got an error in a pass ball, or it, it was rolled a wild pitch. But I think Drake will tell you it's a ball. He's got a, he's gonna, he's gonna block, and and so we give up a couple there in the first, and then we they score again on a, a walk and a, another wild pitch, and so they really haven't earned anything. Uh, come out Friday night, and and uh, we're just not able to stop those guys at Southern Miss, and we're tipping pitches and. Uh, they've got our pitches and, and so, uh, by the time you, you get to that point, it's, it's pretty late. And, you know, obviously Saturday we had our chance and, and we don't get to second. And, and then yesterday we've got to make a couple of plays down the stretch there. Uh, and so you look back at it and from my perspective, cause I'm a, I'm a guy that expects to win and I believe that we can win and the glass is going to always be half full you're in every single one of those ball games. And I think the common denominator is the difference. Even, even after all the things I just said, the difference is we've got to be more competitive at the dish and be able to string together nasty AB after nasty AB. And we're at a point right now. And, and a lot of teams hit this uh, where nothing's going right. And it's, it's snowballed and now it gets contagious 
And even when you do center a ball up off the barrel, uh, obviously it's, it's somebody snagging it. And so you've got to just continue to grind and you got to stay in the moment. Yesterday's over. All you got's today. And uh, every day's a brand new day. And so I'm thankful for the good times. I'm thankful for the tough times because there's an opportunity inside all of it. Coach Matt Deggs, our guest, you mentioned just uh, how the errors you know, you look at the, I think, eight errors this weekend, and like you said, so close. You won nothing, loss on Saturday. It's 1-1 yesterday after nine innings. But you said it's if you have a better day at the plate, things are different as well. I felt like there were more check swings this weekend than maybe the, the previous 14 games combined. You mentioned the word snowballing. Is that, a, is that a confidence thing, or is it guys maybe pressing because they're trying so hard to make the big play? What leads to that that snowballing that you described? It's a combination of everything. So it it takes a lot of mental tenacity to hit, and it takes a very short memory. And when things start adding up, you start carrying previous at-bats with you to the plate. You start thinking. That bat gets very heavy. Uh, You're indecisive. Uh, Then you start missing fastballs. Then you're under them. Now now you're taking pitches. And it's a it's a vicious, vicious cycle. And what you hope, and every, every guy goes through this, right, uh, at every level, what you hope is it's only a couple of them, but right now it's 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 spread, and you know where there's several, and maybe only one or two guys going, and and so you've got to kind of stay the course, and ultimately what goes around will come back around. You just got to make sure you're ready for it. So you're exactly right. Hitting covers up so much. And we're not even talking about plays if we're just swinging the bats the way we're capable, which I believe we will. Well, I, I ask you this question often, I guess, this year. It's, it's, I guess it's worded slightly different because I think each week's results have been slightly different. But trying to find those right guys offensively leads to, at times, maybe guys are playing in a position that maybe isn't their most natural, they've done it before. Is the toughest challenge right now, Matt, trying to find that balance of offense versus defense game to game? Yeah, I mean, you're danged if you do, danged if you don't right now, right? I mean, it's it's uh, you've got we've got to get back to scoring and scoring consistently and having a chance to score every single inning. And, and so uh, you, you're going to, you're going to, there's a little bit of give and take there. And I just believe right now, uh, because here's the thing, these errors have been equal opportunity. You can, you can say, well, they've got their best defense out there. Well, guess what? We're still making some errors. And so if one truly outweighed the other, I think you go with it. But right now, it truly hasn't. And so uh, we're going to work to find that right combination and find our identity. And, and uh, our best baseball is still in front of us. We just got to stay the course. ESPN 1420.com. I'm Scott Prather visiting with Raging Cajun head baseball coach Matt Deggs. Uh, how did you feel about the pitching overall over the last four games? It's tremendous. Tremendous. And that's the disappointing part of this is – We've got as good a staff as been here in a long time, and we've got to uh, support those guys and and get them some run support. And and because if we if we get and you got to remember too, a lot of this is a product of the arms we're facing. I mean, this isn't some layup that we're facing. I mean, all of these guys are dudes, and so it doesn't get any easier. 
our approach has got to improve at the dish. Our, our, our mentality has got to improve. And, uh, because if we can get five, six runs, it's, or we're going to be, uh, you know, it's going to be a great situation for us. Coach Deggs, our guest, the extra innings this weekend, um, you started with that, that runner on second base. Um, in the games earlier this year against Houston Baptist and Tulane, it, you didn't. It, what goes into that? Is it a coach's agreement? Um, and is it something that if you get in extras again that fans might expect? Take us through that process. Well, Conference USA has adopted that for this year. And we were at Southern Miss, and that's what they wanted to do. And so, uh, obviously, that's what we did. And uh, while it does, I do find it exciting, and it does expedite the game somewhat. Uh, I, you know, like I just told Kevin Foote, I'm an old school guy, man. And when I when I show up at the yard, I got all day. I've booked it off, and and that's I just want to play baseball. And we've you know, the powers that be or whoever, and it's it's spread all across every level of baseball. They're wanting to turn baseball into a PE game, and it's just not. There's no time limit on baseball, and I think that's what makes it unique, and uh, that's what makes it a, a chess match and not a checkers game. So it's safe to say you would not be in favor of the Sun Belt exploring that rule. I'm not in favor of any of it, but. I'm in the minority on this deal. I promise you that. Wow. ESPN 1420.com. Coach Matt Deggs is our guest. Um, coach, when you like you said, the, the good times and the bad times, you appreciate both just one as much as the other because it it's essentially what builds a team. What is the underlying message this week as you guys prepare for Nichols and TCU? It's the same as it always is. Stay off the result and stay on to the process. Uh, keep pounding that stone until you hit the plateau of latent potential. And that's what people see from the outside as an overnight success, but there's no such thing as an overnight success. It's people that just keep pounding that rock and pounding that rock and pounding that rock as many times as it takes until it cracks in two and you realize who and what you are and people go, wow, just keep your head down and stay focused. Tomorrow night against Nichols, um, who do you guys plan on throwing? Any changes, do you think, this week to the rotation? Or do you feel like, like you said, the pitching's been good? Do you feel like you're kind of cemented there, at least for the time being? I know it's always open for competition. Yeah, I haven't decided on the weekend. We're probably going to shake it a little bit. Uh, but I think Connor Cook will probably go out for us tomorrow to start things off, and obviously you're going to see several guys. I think we're capable of doing that, two- and three-inning stretches, uh, and pitching it very effectively that way. Nichols is an extremely tough place to play. This is kind of the cherry on top of this this little road swing, and uh, this will be as tough as any of the, the four games we just played, I promise you. You you know, you guys were scheduled to have back-to-back Four game weekends, um, one with TCU, another with Coastal, where three are conference games. The Monday game against Coastal is counts as a nine conference game, but it, it, we learned last week it would just be three against TCU. Uh, how did that come to be? And and I already know if I asked you, right. you'd say yes because you want to play as many games as possible. So I know you're disappointed you don't get four against TCU, but what went into that decision? Well, that was that's their decision, and. Uh, Originally, we had uh, talked about it, and, and uh, we're going to do it. And 
I don't know. They went in a different route with their conference and, and some, some dates opened back up for those guys. And, and, uh, they were able to keep a, a bigger part of their schedule than I think they had previously thought. And so it turned into three games and Hey, look, we're, we're glad they're coming over here to play us at our place and, uh, appreciate the opportunity. Coach Matt Deggs has been our guest. Matt, I appreciate it, man. Thanks for always joining me on Mondays. Yeah. And um, we'll be listening to you tomorrow in post game. We'll be following you and uh, happy to be broadcasting that game right here tomorrow night. All right. Thanks, Scotty. Have a great day. You got it. Rage Cajun Ed Baseball coach Matt Dex has been our guest. And keep grinding, man. Keep scrapping. You know, he, he mentioned something early on in that conversation about. You know, we, we should, it shouldn't have come down to what it came down to. You know, we should have gotten a second. He was talking about the game on Saturday, and uh, Tyler Robertson, he hits a ball on Saturday that, you know, almost goes over the fence, bounces off, I think, was it the left field wall? And it's a single. And Deggs was mad because he said after the game, he's like, we're jogging out there instead of running all out because he thought he was hitting a homer. If he gets to second there things change you don't end the game you don't end the inning on on a double play um you lose that game one to nothing and then on Sunday Bobby Lede made a mistake that he shouldn't have made honestly in the field you know he had that 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 hard three hopper it's hit to him um and you know I was talking to top about it Lede he basically set his feet like he was gonna throw to first and changed his mind and then threw it to third and the runner there is safe where if he just, you know, if he sets his feet for third right out the gate, you get the out there. But instead of getting the lead the, the, the lead runner out, the game gets extended, and then you just lose, and oh, just awful way to lose on a walk-off grand slam. Eight errors this weekend, you know, and I I love, you know, Coach Deggs' transparency, and look, you darned if you do, darned if you don't, that – that approach right now of trying to find that balance, trying to find the balance of the right guys offensively and the right guys defensively. But he said, you, know, you start playing in clean baseball, we start putting up five, six runs a game, and now this guy's the limit. So I'm not going to try to sugarcoat it. It was frustrating. It was disappointing. It was a really tough road trip to to Mississippi. You know, the Cajuns were were 9 and 3, now they're 9 and 8. And you know, should have won last Sunday. Should have won Saturday and Sunday. And and look, like you said, you get to give some of the other guys credit to I me. Mean, Southern Miss is pitching. Oh my god. Talk about some incredible velocity, the movement, the control. I mean, they've they have got some arms. But the Cajuns while they're they, they've got some things to clean up. They're a really talented baseball team. And I do expect some bounce back from this club. Bottom of the hour, ESPN 1420.com. I'm Scott Prather. It's the Great Scott Show, sponsored by Suit Up. Suit Up. 3546 Ambassador Caffrey, the best in menswear. Suit Up men's uh, tux rentals and menswear. So we'll open up phone lines now at 269 1077. You want to talk some Cajun baseball. You want to talk, obviously, about Drew Brees, his legacy. That was uh, the bulk of the 7 o'clock hour before we chatted with Jerry Glasgow and Coach Deggs. And uh, we'll talk a little bit about the NCAA tournament field of 68. 
some winners and losers in terms of how they were seated. I've got some thoughts. Let's head to the phone lines, though. Phone lines are open at 269-1077. Good morning. Welcome into the show. Hey, Scott. Thanks for taking my call. Hi, what's up? Hey, I was just listening to the interview. Baseball teams are going to be just fine. My opinion, I don't know how much it's worth, but they've been playing so many games in so many days. Could it be just mental fatigue as much as physical fatigue as well? And uh, that could be caused no, in the No, no, I don't. I, I, think, I think this team is in pretty good physical shape. I think, um, I think <laughs> they, 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 they like to play as many games as they've played, and the reality is... Uh, you know, last week was their lightest week of games in terms of how many they played in a single week so far this season. Now, it was a little different in that they were all on the road, but, you know, previous to that, they had been playing five-game weeks, and it was a four-game week. So I don't, I don't think that's the case. I just – you ran into some great pitching, and you've got some hitters that, that need their confidence to get, to get back that, that need to not let that, as he put it, uh, snowball effect happen because – you almost feel like if if the hitting's there, then maybe they're not thinking as much in the field with some of these errors. But you know, a couple of errors will cost you a game, and, too, and a couple right? of errors. I mean, you've you've got some new faces, some new players, but <clears throat> I'm not going to make an excuse for them. I mean, they they they've lost. Oh, no, I'm not making excuses. They've lost. The, they've lost the last five, but you you can see the talent on the diamond. It's not like you're saying, boy, they've lost the. You know, you, they've lost the last five, and in, in a few of these, you're like, you know, if you don't cough it up, then then you win the game. So, uh, I don't know. Exactly. Are the errors going to continue? Like they 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 chased more. They had more check swings this weekend than they had in all the other games this season combined. I think they had 14 previous games combined. So, is that is that this weekend, or is that an overall? you know, display of, of what they've done all year. It's not. They just they had a really bad weekend at the plate and couple that with a couple of untimely errors and the result is a loss most of the time and that's why they lost those games. Yeah, I mean I think they could still be good. I mean I think they can definitely be a regional team for sure. I mean it's just they ran into some buzz sauce. They yeah. ran into a Mississippi State team that was top ten in the country. And also, Southern Miss is very good as well. And it was all on the road. And just we're playing so many games and just with, like, not this week, but just, like, total. What it was, like, 17 games and, like, Yeah, but th- 13 games like in 17 days. But that was that was the weeks prior. Again, it was it was the lightest week in terms of um, actual games played. And, and they liked to get on the road, right? They hadn't been on a while. They talked all about, you know, the camaraderie and what it builds. So... You know, they just got beat, but uh, but they got they got a talent. Now, how team. many, how many seniors and juniors they have, or is it mostly? I keep up on them, but I don't really keep track of like how many seniors or juniors and all that. Is it like a young team that's going to be pretty much all intact next year too, or? No, I mean, look, you've got uh, you got a number of juniors off the top of my head. I want to say it's eight or nine, maybe ten. You got a lot of juniors. You've only got three seniors. Jack Burke, Austin Bradford, and Drake Osborne. But oh no, I'm sorry, Brendan Bro. You got four seniors, but you got about ten or eleven juniors, and a number of these guys were uh, were transfers. A number of them have been there for a little while. So you've got. I'm not going to sit here and call it a, a a young team. Now you've got some really good young players, Carson Rocaforte, um, you know uh, Hayden Dirk. Even though he he didn't have a good outing 
uh, this week. I mean, you know, he, he was missing his breaking ball, and then he was leaving his fastball belt, belt high, and they were teeing off on it. But they've got they've got some good young players too, for sure. But uh, but I wouldn't say it's an overwhelmingly young team. There's a lot of experience on this team, albeit some of that experience has come at other places. But they're they're an experienced team for sure. Well, but I know one thing for sure: they're gonna do fine because Coach Diggs is a class act. I mean, listening to Coach Diggs, he's not Coach Robe, but he's pretty close. They both were class acts. Coach Robe, now we have Coach Diggs. We're blessed to have Coach Diggs. And I know he's going to turn the ship around and we could be just fine. Appreciate the call, but, man. Have a good one. All right, let's get back to the phone lines. Welcome into the Great Scott Show. Good morning. I guess uh, today's theme um, – is going to be tearing down Aaron Brooks to build up Drew Brees. Drew Brees can stand on his own. There's no need to tear down Aaron Brooks to build up Drew Brees. Um, yeah, man. Just because one person mentioned Brooks, that doesn't mean that's the no, theme. Me, man. The I, heard, I, heard, I heard more than just one. I just heard one on this stage. I'm, I guess what? I'm going to hear more of it today, too. Um, I think the thing about uh, Drew Brees, what I like, as, at the, as a as an observer of the Saints, uh, they have a quarterback just throwing the ball all over the field, man. They have a prolific uh, passing game under uh, Drew Brees. It's uh, something beautiful to watch, man. Uh, like I said, I'd rather, I'd rather see the ball in the air. Um, I don't care about today's rules, but like I said, I'm more of a, uh, a pass-happy type of observer of the game. And uh, just to see Drew Brees consistently just throw for at least 4,500 and him breaking the uh, passing yard when that when that missed something, uh, you know. Record. I know. I know his record was broken, but uh, like I said, man, it's um, bittersweet day. But I knew it was coming. I, I felt it was. It should have happened at least two years ago. But you know, I can't knock him for just want to go out there and compete. Um, yeah, man. I think, um, like I said, it, it's we knew it was going to happen. But Drew Brees, uh, just what he has done to the organization and. What he has brought. I know it's easy to say 2009, but I'm not going to do that. Um, like I said, just to, just to have a quarterback. And, and Scott, the great thing about it, man, Philip Rivers, he retired this year. Just the idea that, you know, they're kind of always going to be linked in a sense. And, um, and Drew Brees, like I said, man, just watching Drew Brees in San Diego, man, uh, when he kind of came in at the. I think Doug Flutie uh, took his spot. Could, so. Doug Flutie was there, and Breeze gets drafted, and Flutie's starting for a while. Breeze plays a little, isn't great. Then he has an 4 season that's just yeah. amazing. And they're like, okay, I guess Drew Breeze can be a good NFL quarterback. And then in 05, he was good, but not great, but good enough to where it's like, what do you do here? I, I still don't – like, they, they draft Rivers in 04. Breeze has this incredible year. 05, I, when he when – he, tears his labrum completely, right, all the way around, trying to dive for a ball in a, a, a regular season game that at that point wasn't going to have it. Uh, Chargers are out of the playoffs, right? I mean, it's late in the game, and he's diving for the ball. And um, it was the – it was the, that that game did not involve the Saints, but that was the biggest – that was arguably the biggest play in Saints history. I think it was because if he doesn't do that, I don't, I don't know that – first of all, he might be back with the Chargers. Maybe Phillip Rivers is somewhere else. But if Breeze is, if Breeze do, it does end up somewhere else the next year, it's not the Saints. Saints were the only team that wanted him. Only two teams looked at him, and the other one said no thanks. And Breeze has admitted 
You know, others have admitted that, you know, when free agency first started between the two, he was thinking Miami first. And, you know, he says, well, you know, we visited New Orleans and we felt this connection. And I I don't look, I think he's sincere when he says all of that. But also know when that when that offseason first started, if he's completely healthy, New Orleans might not even get a visit. Right. Because they're going to be other teams courting him if the Chargers decide not to bring him back and. I don't think the Saints are um, are the team that ends up with them. So uh, a late a late play in a Chargers Broncos game in 05 that didn't have playoff implications for the Chargers, biggest play in the history of Saints football. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna go back on the 09 season. I said I wasn't. It's easy to say that, but I'm gonna go back to one game in particular. I think he had a perfect quarterback rating. Did, did he have a, a perfect quarterback rating on that Monday night game? He did against the Patriots? Monday night against the Patriots. Yep. Five touchdown passes. He had he had five incompletions and five touchdown passes and a perfect passer rating in a game. I think. I was that. Yeah, I, I was as well, man. I mean, it was just it was. <laughs> It was. I think it was a game where I think Saints fans knew they had a really special team that year, obviously, and they were undefeated at the time. But there were many that just were like, "Well, let's see what they do now. Let's see what they do against this team." And uh, and the fact when they just when they just blew them out the way they did, oh, I think God. it was hey. such a big moment for the rest of the country Man. to be like, "Okay, all right, we we believe this this perennial loser can actually do it now." Yeah, uh, like I said, I was at the Dome that night. Uh, arriving back to Las Vegas, I think I got back around 1. And, of course, you know, the pre-COVID, you know, uh, when 12 actually closed at 2. Just to see the people outside. Uh, I'm not going to say the name of the bar, but it was downtown. Uh, just to see the people outside just, you know, going crazy over Monday night game. I kind of already knew the Saints was going to do something that season. But like I said, though, man, um, the crazy year, man. Drew Brees, Morstead. Uh, see what happens. Uh, Trey Hendrickson, I think, is going to sign with the coach. All right, thank you. Appreciate it. Hendrickson's not signing with the Saints. I don't think that's going to happen. Now, that would be a surprise. Good luck to Trey wherever he ends up, unless it's Atlanta. By the way, of all the, of all the like tweets and Instagram posts and Facebook posts of all these teams and and and, and athletes and people in the world of sports, yesterday when Breeze, <laughs> when Breeze. When he announced his retirement, the Falcons might have actually had the best one. Like a respectful, a respectful post of goodbye, Drew. We respect you, but we won't miss you. That's how right. That's how it's done with a rival, guys. That's the way to do it. Forty-two after the hour of eight o'clock. ESPN fourteen twenty. ESPN fourteen twenty dot com, and the ESPN fourteen twenty app. The Great Scott Show sponsored by Suit Up. Suit up. Fellas, come on. You need to look good. You need to dress good. You need to feel good. Maybe you don't want to dress up every single day. Maybe you do. Whatever your job is, at some point, you got to look nice. Suit up's going to suit you up, guys. 3546 Ambassador Caffrey between Rooms to Go and Lafayette Shooters right next to Tabua Restaurant. Nice Lebanese restaurant. Suit up. Locally owned and operated. All right, if you need, just dress up. If you need casual, if you need to rent a tux, if you need something altered, they can do all of that all in one place. All in, only local men's store that does all four right there. Right now, they've got Southern Marsh, right? The Southern Marsh clothing line. Southern Marsh, it's Louisiana-owned. It's born and bred. It represents Southern culture. It is at suit up right now. Man, I got a Southern Marsh shirt from there. 
that field tech fabric line, that extra light dry fit. Oh my God. I, w- I want to like wear the shirt all day and then sleep in it because it's that comfortable. It's amazing. It's amazing. Suit up, suit up. They got the Southern Marsh line. They've got tux rentals. You need to rent a tux. You need to rent a suit. You need to buy a suit. You need to get something dressy. You need to get something casual. They got it. They're going to take care of you. You might not know anything about how to dress yourself. What looks good, what doesn't look good. They're, you're going to go in there and you're going to walk out and say, you know what, I look good. Because they're going to help you out. Maybe you do know what looks good. Maybe you don't. Maybe you have an eye for fashion. Well, you need to get the best service, the best prices, and locally owned and operated. You know where to go. Suit up! Oh, yeah, by the way, right now, two suits for $300 on select suits at Suit Up. Free dress slacks with any sports code purchase right now at Suit Up. Suit Up, when you go, tell them you heard about it on the Great Scott Show. When we come back, typically I would spend a lot of time on the March Madness bracket, right? A lot of time on the March Madness bracket the day after the men's NCAA tournament is announced. But between Drew Brees' retirement and visiting with Glasgow and Deggs, haven't got to do it yet. The winners and the losers from March Madness's field of 68. I'll tell you who won and who lost before the tournament even starts. Next, right here on The Great Scott Show on ESPN 1420. This is Jesse's O'Reilly Auto Parts story. As a nurse, not making it to work was not an option. But driving through the snow with my wiper blades struggling, I just didn't feel safe. So I pulled into O'Reilly Auto Parts, and before I knew it, an employee was offering to install the wiper blades on my car. I got to stay out of the snow for a moment, and I still made it to work on time. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Wiggins Incorporated is a proud UL Raging Cajun radio booster. Wiggins are the best at installing wood and ceramic flooring. In this day of all-too-common shoddy workmanship, it's good to know that the pros at Wiggins take pride in their work. They can strip and reseal brick, Mexican tile, and vinyl, sand and finish wood. Basically, any type of flooring can be stripped and resealed, and Wiggins Incorporated can do it. Floors. You walk on them, your kids play on them, your house guests notice them. Make sure they look their best with help from Wiggins. When you're ready for those new floors, trust in the experience of Wiggins. Wiggins Incorporated, 2605 Johnston Street, near Johnston and South College. Call 235-8362. Wiggins Incorporated, a proud UL Raging Cajun radio booster. Mm, making popcorn for movie night. Well, who are you? This is your wake-up call from Track Phone Wireless. What if every time you tried a new streaming service, you had to buy a new TV? Uh, that'd be ridiculous. Yeah, some wireless companies do that when you switch, make you buy a new phone. Right. But Track Phone Wireless lets you keep your phone and your number and your network and gives you unlimited talk and text starting at $20 a month. Seriously, who are you? This is your wake-up call, people. Track Phone Wireless. Now you're in control. Oh, oh you're burning it. Oh, no. See terms and conditions at trackphone.com. Need a job? We've got them. Lofton Staffing Services has immediate openings for security guards, warehouse workers, order pickers and fillers, landscapers and groundskeepers, shipping clerks, general laborers, and logistics coordinators. These are great paying positions, working for great companies. You can work full-time or part-time. There's no fee, and at Lofton, you get paid the week you work. Call Lofton Staffing Services right now at 269-0500. That's 269-0500. Lofton Staffing Services. What's it doing? Designing my new 2021 Nissan Kicks Online in the Kicks Color Studio. I give each a special name. This one's electric blue, orange, red, white. I call it the gumball machine. You think it's me? I feel like you're more of a red velvet guy. Limitless possibilities. With over 100 million available color combinations and Bose Personal Plus system. In the boldly new 2021 Nissan Kicks. 
Bose is the registered trademark of the Bose Corporation. Color combinations include interior and exterior colors. Customization is an available feature subject to availability at participating Nissan dealers. See dealer for details. Eating, working, living pain-free. These are a few of the things many of us take for granted. Yet for many United States military veterans, finding and affording oral health care is a challenge. Dental Lifeline Network is looking for dentists who can change this. Will you volunteer to help people like Richard, a U.S. Naval veteran who suffered severe PTSD after his service? He was left homeless for a period of time, and his oral and overall health are suffering. Because of congressional limitations, the VA can't provide the dental help he needs. Through our Will You See One Vet program, we focus on helping U.S. military veterans like Richard. Now we are seeking more general dentists and specialists to donate treatment to at least one veteran with special needs. When you volunteer with DLN's program to see one vet, we handle the details so you can focus on the care. If you are a dentist or know a dentist, please share this message and help us make a difference in the life of a veteran in need. Visit WillYouSeeOneVet.org to learn more. That's WillYouSeeOneVet.org. ADHD. It's the child who can't pay attention or sit still in school, right? The answer may be yes. Attention Deficit Hyperactivity Disorder, or ADHD, can be complicated and it comes time. Up to 75% of children and adolescents with ADHD have at least one additional mental disorder that requires a comprehensive approach to treatment. Learn more at moretoadhd.com. This message brought to you in partnership with ADA, ACO, and CHAD. You asked, we delivered. No, not pizza. It's our ESPN 1420 smartphone app, and it's on the free-free in the App Store or Google Play. Take us everywhere you go. Yep, even there. ESPN 1420. Now, more of The Great Scott Show with Scott Prather on Sports Radio ESPN 1420. What's up, sports fans? It's your boy Zion Williamson of the New Orleans Pelicans, and you're listening to The Great Scott Show with Scott Prather on ESPN 1420, ESPN1420.com, and the ESPN 1420 app. Welcome back into the great Scott show. Zion Williamson just balling. The Pelicans, man, you talk about the most bipolar team I have ever seen in my life. Lose by 30 to the worst team in basketball. Then win a game by 40. Then beat one of the best defensive teams in the league. By 20, Jackson Hayes is out there throwing down monster dunks. They shot 67% from the field. Like Andrew Lopez, a friend of mine who, who works for ESPN, who covers the Pels, you've probably heard him on the show a number of times. If you follow him at, at underscore Andrew underscore Lopez, it's like every game the Pelicans are setting some record. It's crazy. Every game. Biggest two-game winning point total following a 30-point loss in NBA history. Uh, plus 54 for the Pels. That's number one all-time. Yeah. Zion's five games this year. Uh, I'm sorry. Most games with 25 points on 80% shooting in a season the last 37 seasons. Zion has done it five times in 37 games played. It's only been done two other times by Dwight Howard and Amari Stoudemire, and it took them 78 and 79 games to do it. I'd think it's safe to say Zion's going to break that record this year. Their 65.4% field goal percentage was the second best in team history and the best in the NBA this season by any team by far. And yet, 
they lost to the worst team in the NBA by 30 last Thursday. They they are like Forrest Gump's box of chocolates, man. You really truly you have you just don't know what you're going to get. That's kind of the beauty of March Madness, right? You don't know what you're going to get. I feel like over the last few years, the tournament's been slightly soured down. More P5, less G5. Less upsets, less Cinderella's. I don't like it. Maybe this year it'll be different. But Gonzaga, the number one overall team, the number one overall seed, they deserved it. And Gonzaga got a nice draw. The number two seed in their region, they've already beat this year by double digits. You've got a three and a four seed in there. They're currently dealing with COVID issues. Who knows? The Zags are going to be the most popular pick to win it all, not just because of the number one overall seed, but because of the region and the way the West region set up for them. Purdue, man, they're a number four seed. Speaking of Drew Brees, Purdue Boilermaker, the Purdue basketball team? Man. They get to probably play Villanova in the second round, who just lost double digits to a bad Butler team. Butler's not good this year. Who lost their starting point guard. Purdue's got a nice path. Syracuse a big winner. Why? Because some thought, oh, they're they're gonna, they're a bubble team. They usually are, and they usually get in, but they're not. They're not in a play-in game. And of all the eleven seeds, their path definitely the the the. the the easiest to navigate? West Virginia is the weakest of the number three seeds, and that's who they might have to play in the second round if they beat San Diego State. Houston's probably the weakest of the number twos, all in that Midwest region. But West Virginia could say the same thing. I think the winner of West Virginia-Syracuse round two is going to the Elite Eight. Um, Baylor, the number one seed in the South. Oof, you talk about loaded. I mean, you got to play either North Carolina or Wisconsin in the second round. And then maybe Ohio State in the Sweet 16 if you get there. That draw is tough. What about what about our, our lovely sister Jean, 101 years old, Loyola of Chicago? Yeah. I thought they should be a top five seed instead they're what, eighth? They're eighth? What? Oh, Georgia Tech's who they get to play in the first round, who, by the way, just won, won the ACC tournament. Oh, you guys get to play one another, and if you win, whoever wins will take on Illinois, one of the hottest teams in the country. LSU. Whew, man. You get to the SEC final, you barely lose to Bama, and you get an eight seed. And if you get there, you get to play Michigan, which, by the way, St. Bonaventure, they're, they're probably, speaking of, like, like Georgia Tech wins the ACC tournament. Their reward, oh, you get to play Loyola in the first round. St. Bonaventure wins the Atlantic 10 tournament. Oh, man, we were going to seed you guys 10th or 11th, but now because you won, let's seed you higher at 9, where you get to play LSU, who's playing really good ball right now. And then if you win, okay, go ahead and good luck against Michigan. Winners and losers of the March Madness bracket. 
That's it for the Great Scott Show this morning. Sponsored by Suit Up. The ESPN 1420 stream, the Listen Live player on your desktop or mobile device or mobile app and connected cars on smart speakers. That right there, that is brought to you by Sean Pond's Market and the Oil Center. Sean Pond's going the extra mile. I will talk to you guys tomorrow. Gary Broadhead going to join us tomorrow as we'll learn where the Rage of Cajun women's team is playing in the WNIT or who they're playing as well. Jay Walker is going to be joining me in studio tomorrow. We'll do a little TT talk about the bracket. More on Drew Brees as well throughout the week with some perspective from various members of the media working on trying to get some of his former teammates on as well. Don't go anywhere. Steve is next with Beyond the Game. I'm Scott Prather. Thanks for tuning in. It's ESPN 1420.com. Open up my window again. Just in case.